to the Hyrith and Other Words podcast. I am your host, Timothy Mangle. And this week we are talking about taking care of yourself. Um, but before we get into that, I have a really cool, exciting announcement that I uh, just want to share with you. Um, this came out a couple days ago, or I mean, realistically on Friday, um, Saturday, and Sunday now. So, um, yeah, uh, the podcast has been uh, asked to join the IWEP Podcast Network. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited about that. Obviously, I said yes. Um, and I was just on the podcast interviews with everyday people, which if you're watching the uh, video version of this, you can see that I'm repping some merch from there. But uh, yeah, I talked all about that on that episode. Um, yeah, um, I've been uh, Anthony Blackwell, who if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you'll be aware of who he is. He's been on twice. And uh, it turns out that I've been on his podcast um well, he runs multiple podcasts, but I've been on podcasts that he hosts at least seven times. So I've got to have him on this podcast a couple more times to uh, to make up for that and to balance it all out. But yeah, there's there's a lot of really great podcasts on the network. It's interviews with everyday people, Banging Beers, Tornado Tag, uh, Welcome Back, and uh, now Higher Than Other Words, and this other thing called Stoned and Nerdy that uh, I'm doing as well, which is a comic review podcast and a video game streaming thing that I'm doing on Twitch. Uh, I will link all that stuff in the description to this. So if you want to check out Banging Beers or yeah, any of the other podcasts on the great network, I just ask that uh, you go ahead and do that. Um, it would mean a lot to me. It would just be a great way to say thank you to the rest of the people on the network for welcoming uh, me. And I just want to say you know, I was added to a, a, a group chat and with all the other uh, people from all the other episode, uh, other podcasts on the network. And yeah, they were just super welcoming, super, um, yeah, just embracing me. They, everyone went and checked out the podcast and told me what they liked and, and all that stuff. It was, it was very nice. And just want to say thank you to them. Thank you to Anthony. And uh, yeah, just thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, and now we're, so yeah, so maybe this is, uh, one of the, your first episodes that you're watching, um, because of, you know, maybe you've seen me before on interviews with everyday people, or maybe you just heard about this podcast now because of the announcement or whatever it would be. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy to have you here. And if you've, you know, one of those old time listeners have been hanging out for a while, just thank you again for hanging out and for, yeah, making just, you know, both of you new listeners, old listeners, you're the reason that I do this. So I really appreciate that and, and hope that you you glean something from this episode and this podcast. Um, yeah, just make sure to like and subscribe and to share and, and all that stuff. You guys are on the internet, you know, to do all the internet stuff. But yeah, um, we're let's, let's hard handbrake turn right into the topic for this week. And the topic really is, like I said, the, the name of the episode is taking care of yourself. Um, and, uh, it's, it's about self care. Um, and I'll probably be doing, you know, episodes about this. And I have talked about this before on the podcast with various guests I've had in the past and whatnot. 
But I don't know. I feel like, you know, when I scroll on Facebook, I see a lot of posts that just talk about what self-care is or, you know, and all these things and, um, you know, what it is and what it isn't and people's just, you know, everybody has kind of their own perspectives on self-care and self-love and all of these things. You know, self-care, self-love, I'll probably be using those terms interchangeably. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's a, you know, a difference between those three things if you really want to break down to it. But essentially the idea is, you know, very similar because if you love yourself, you'll take care of yourself because I believe that if you genuinely love somebody else, you'll, you'll do more than you would if you didn't um, for that person. I won't, you know, I'm not one of those people that say that if you, you know, if you truly loved a person, you wouldn't do this, you would only do this. I think love is too complex of a thing for any individual to say how any other individual would respond to love. Um, Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's very easy to say that, you know, and, and this definitely connects in with self-care um, and all of those things, is it's it's very easy to say that there's just one way to do something. You know, it's like when somebody finds something, it's like, man, if you just wake up at 7.30 every day, you'll be good to go. If you get eight hours of sleep, you'll be good to go. And, you know, I think the honest truth is that not everybody works the same. Um, I think about when when we look at the exterior world of people we can see different styles of clothing different hairstyles different personalities you very meek individuals and then you have very loud and um abrasive whatever the, the word would be just you know high energy individuals you have people who learn best just by listening you have people who learn best by seeing you know there's there's so many different varieties of of ways to do things and I think it's very easy for people when they think about how do I do one thing it's to think that the way that you do something might be the way that's best for everyone and and like I said the the examples that I'm trying to point out you know what's best for you might not be what's best for everyone but it's good that it's best for you and even something like that saying, you know, is this good for you? Is it bad for you? Those things are really hard to discern without a certain level of awareness or intentionality and, frankly, just a lot of self-honesty. Um, but, yeah, before we get too far into all that stuff, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm I trying to think if I want to start with my personal experience with self-love and those kind of things or if I just kind of want to see, you know, I guess, yeah, let's start there. So I guess for me, I really was introduced to the idea of self-love or self-care or taking care of yourself really through um, Christianity. Not that, you know, my parents didn't, you know, my parents did a good job of saying, you know, make sure you rest and, and all those things. But there's something deeper there. And there's, you know, rest and self-care. Maybe, maybe there's a little bit of a deeper level there and, and a, a difference between the two. So I, I mean, this is just one of the first memories of it, this. I just remember learning this very young in my Christian walk or my spiritual walk and it, it kind of staying with me. When you read uh, the New Testament and you're reading this, the Gospels, which are the story of Jesus, um, 
I just realized that if if people have never been to this podcast, they might if you've if you've come from the IWEP network, you probably don't know what this podcast is about. But I just want to say real quickly that this is a podcast about spirituality and how do we find home. The word hireth, it's a Welsh word to me, uh, meaning to be homesick for a place you've never been before, to, to long for a place you've never been before. And this podcast is really about, you know, it's sometimes solo episodes, sometimes uh, I have people on and we have conversations, but it's really about finding home. How do we find where we feel most aligned, most ourselves, and all of those things. So this idea of self-love or self-care is really obviously brought in under that because, yeah, I mean, a big part of spirituality is learning to do the inner work and to work through the muck and uh, we'll get there. But yeah, so for me, I just wanted to throw that in because, you know, you might not be here before. I remembered I wanted to say that at the beginning and uh, I don't feel like restarting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so going back to where I was really first introduced this idea of self-care. When you read the the New Testament, you read the Gospels, and this, which are the story of Jesus, you see there's this kind of thing that repeats through all of them, um, I think. I'm not 100% sure if, if there are in everyone, but there, there's very much this recurring theme through Jesus's life where he has times where he's very involved with crowds and then he has times where he's just isolated and contemplating and really just watching his energy levels and making sure that they're maintained and and it's super important because you know Jesus had such a of a how do you say that an important mission that he was on or he at least felt the weight of what he was trying to do of encourage people on to higher spiritual living and to greater depths of love and and all of those things and that's a lot of energy to for an individual to be working through those things and to be doing those things and so of course he continually had to make sure that his energies and his you know his motives and his all of these things all of these internal feelings kind of not external things to make sure that they're in balance um because I think it's really easy, and one of the reasons I really like this is because I think it's really easy to just think that the best spiritual thing that you can do is to just be very positive and constantly being light and um, whatever in somebody's life. To continually to, to uh, I don't know, just to be a source of light and positivity and creativity, I think people associate spirituality with that and I think that that is predominantly true and again you know I, I always go back to the book of Genesis because I think it's such a fascinating book but during the seven days seven metaphorical poetic days of creation um, God is doing kind of just that you know he is being light he's being positivity he's being creativity because he is the thing that is you know he's, he's literally he's creating all things and they're not just being created as external but the things that are welling up out of God. Um, I did this episode a long time back. Every episode I do, I say, go back and listen to the field in which all things grow. It, when we talk about God, that, that episode really helps unpack what I mean when I talk about that. But I believe that creation is something that grow, grew out of God itself. And, and obviously there's a lot of energy and momentum and 
potential and all of those things being put into that expolding out of the field of of infinite potential. And on this, you know, he he does something on the first day, the second day, the third day, just more and more and more diversity and more complexity. But on the final day is the day of rest. And this is what I always go back to is just, man, if if God, the very foundations of reality and the creator of reality and the peg in which kind of the wheel of reality spins on, if that itself needed a time of rest, I don't understand how anyone thinks that they would be excluded from that. And again, think about this. this if, we, if you couldn't even begin to understand how big this world is, let alone the universe that this world dwells within, you could you would think that the the entity or whatever that was able to create such a thing wouldn't have this need for rest. But yet it finds itself and it's not just a rest of then like, oh like I'm like I'm just so exhausted or whatever. But it was a rest of and reflection. Um and that'll kind of tie into everything. But again, it wasn't just this kind of just like, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm just going to let that whatever. But it was a stepping back from it and observing it. And I was recently having this conversation with my partner um, about rest, um, you know, partly because I had this in mind, partly just because we're individuals in a hectic time and it's important for us to know how to rest. But we, we were talking and, you know, she was saying, you know, it's not just enough to have, you can't work four days on and then have, and again, I, I'm, I said it earlier that there's different strokes for different folks, right? So my heart and underneath this is how do you feel most aligned and how do you feel back to who you are and how do you truly feel rest and how do you truly take care of yourself, which is the big theme. We'll kind of unpack that more. So however you do that and that you move forward, that's good. But it seems like a lot of people that can't work these full-time jobs or, you know, four days on, one day off, four days on again or whatever, because you're mostly spending that time do, just doing that ugh, resting. You're, you're exhausted. You're trying to reaccumulate that. And then, you know, maybe if you're, you're lucky, you have a second day off and then you can look back over your week and then kind of, you know, reflect on it and really just, you know, because there, I, I do really believe that there is a difference between just kind of resting or getting your energy back versus contemplation and um, introspection and reflection over your, your week and not just what you did during that week, but how you as an individual um, in etern internally and externally went through that week. Yeah, and, you know, if the idea is taking care of yourself, um, how I have that written in the title is, is you know, the word yourself is usually one word, but I, I wanted to do something here a little bit silly with the wordplay or fun rather with the wordplay of taking care of yourself is this possessive is you have a self. So then the question is, well, what is what is yourself? And there's multiple layers to that. And I've been talking about this so much lately, this idea of the complexity of the individuals. We have this these crazy amount of layers in every which direction, you know, internally, externally, both um spiritually physically like there's 
there's all these different levels of the, the individual and learning to take care of yourself at all of these different levels and for all these different levels is an incredibly overwhelming task, one that you might need rest from. But what I will say is that you have a self in which you are, how would you say that, that you are charged with taking care of. Now the charge, it's it's not necessarily by anyone outside of the fact of you as as you know yourself is is found within a self and observing is of a self and is the self ultimately now carl jung who is a big influence of mine he's a, a clinical was a clinical psychologist who did amazing work into subconscious work uh, dream work, spirituality of why we have these um, religious narrative and all of those things. He, um, he, his understanding of the self, and I'm sure that I'm not entirely correct on this, but this is my understanding of it, is, is that he interprets the self as the all-encompassing experience. Um, I think when people think of self, they think of just kind of this thing, of the body of just whatever. But the reality is, is you are just, you're not just your body and you're not just this one singular thing. You know, your job, that, that is, it's, it's not you, but it is a part of you and it is something that runs concurrently with you and therefore is, you know, a part of you to some degree. It's not you, but it's a part of you. And, you know, you have all of these things in your life and... They, they all extend past just what you would acknowledge as the self. And even, you know, the it's just think about it this way. Anything that exists within the phenomenon of your awareness is an extension of yourself. Because, you know, I am not separate from this microphone that I am observing because the microphone is contained within my awareness or my allness of my experience. And now I'm not saying that I am this microphone, but it is a part of myself insofar as, like I just said, it is a part of the experience that I experience when I acknowledge selfness. Um, so that if, if that is true, then that means that the self is you know, infinitely deep and infinitely expanding as far as you are able to be aware of those things. Awareness is essentially the ground fundamentals of, you know, your own existence because it is your awareness that makes your reality is the of being able to look out and see those things, awareness, hear those things. That's again, awareness, feel awareness. Um, just essentially at the receiving end of all the senses, there is this truest version of the self that everything else expands out of so i talk about all that and i say all that <laughs> to kick my camera um sorry about that folks um oh boy <laughs> yeah um I say all that because I think it's important to understand that when you think about self-care that it's you're not just thinking about you um, I think that that is an important aspect of it and, and the predominant amount of time that people focus on and where you should kind of focus on the you. But remember that you're doing it because you exist in a larger context outside of just the self that you would acknowledge as, of the, again, just being this thing. 
So the self that we kind of, like I said, it's it's usually the self that we are aware of or most commonly acknowledges the self of, um, yeah, whatever it is that this thing is. Um, but the self, like I said, is in its truest form and its largest is is all of that. So yeah, just kind of remember that as we go forward. So okay, so. Like I said, my first experience with self-love was really seeing this, you know, Jesus figure taking time in the midst of this great burden, this great mission, this great task that he had to go and do what was best for him as an individual. Um, and in doing that, he was better off in the community that he was trying to um, influence and help and bring love and light to. Now, yeah, then from there, I think, I don't know, I, I started to see myself as somebody that was worthy of being taken care of uh, for the longest time. And I mean, I still struggle with anxiety and depression, but when I was young, I, I really struggled with depression and very low self-esteem and very low self-value or confidence or any of those things. Um... And for those of you who aren't super familiar of, uh, with me, is I was a overseas missionary for five years in Taiwan. And during that time, I got really burnt out on religion and spirituality and came home and started to really dissect and, and break down a lot of the stuff that I'd been handed and, and a lot of those things. And the reason that I did that was because I was told at some point and got in, into my head that there was no true reality outside of this one that I was handed. And the one that I was handed wasn't one that was really helping me or, or one that was providing more solutions than problems. Um, and I've, but I, I loved the Christianity that I was handed because I just, I didn't know any better to question or whatever. That's a whole other thing. But I, I really loved that Christianity and all of those things. But I understood that it was not beneficial to the person who was at the receiving end of all of those things. Um, and so that's where my self-care journey really began. Because I was seeing that I was stuck in a mindset or in a dogma or in a religion or whatever that wasn't actually helping me. It was hurting me. It was, it was causing more psychological damage than psychological freedom. And it was... At that time that I found of no, regardless of what I've been told about this religion, the person that I am underneath all of these things is suffering. And I need to find a way to alleviate those sufferings. And that's really when I started to turn to meditation. And for me, like I said, a lot of my suffering comes from self-infliction of narcissism, of worrying, of self-destruction, of doing things that I know isn't best for me of continually thinking repetitive thoughts that aren't good for me. Um, and really, the thing that's going to bring about all of the, those changes is, is, is not listening to them as some, you know, listening to the voices in your head that are like, no, you're bad, you're not worthy of feeling good about yourself or good about the world you live in or whatever. It's like, that's not true. You want to love yourself. That's why you have these motion, notions of, well, how do I make my life better? Well, how do I do the things that will increase, you know, 
prosperity spiritually and emotionally for myself as well as the people around me. The, the fact that you feel that way inside shows that your body wants to take care of itself. It's not this thing that you can just kind of disregard and, and push off. And you know, around that time I was seeing a lot of things online that was like positive vibes only, positive, you know, those kind of things. And I really understood that it's like, no, you can't just, you can't just live in this world where there's only positive vibes. Um, you can't live in this world where it's just pure only positivity. And the reason that I say that is because I don't believe that that's how the world works. I do believe that the world is fundamentally good and fundamentally in our favor, but I don't believe that the world is empty of suffering. And I don't, I very much believe that the world is suffering and that there's an incredible amount of it. And I don't believe that the task of self-care and self-love is to escape or avoid those sufferings, but it is to be able to mend the wounds that those things bring about in a more proper and healthy way, or even to get to a place where you don't allow the wound to happen at all. Now, obviously, there are times when wounds are forced upon us, or we can do the best that we can, and it just happens, or whatever it is. But self-care and self-love like i said earlier they're so directly connected to awareness because you know you can try to build this world where negativity or pain or whatever doesn't exist and then you can kind of live ignorantly and blissfully in that but then pain you know there's always there's always a way for a snake to get into a garden and you can ask adam and eve about that um, you can ask the Buddha about that too, because Buddha also has a story where he lived in a walled garden. The, he was taken out occasionally, and every time that he went out, he stumbled across either death or poverty or suffering or sickness or whatever it is. It's you know there will always be these you know quote unquote bad or negative or hurtful aspects of reality. Um, so I don't believe that self-love or self-care is the complete avoidance of those things. I believe proper self-care and self-love is finding the way to balance those things in your life. And uh, yeah, I feel like I started to say this earlier, but I can't remember. But for me, self-care and self-love, it really started to manifest itself as meditating as sitting there with my emotions and my feelings and my stress and my worries and my doubts and all those things and allowing them to just exist and affirming them as as existing and you know i think a lot of the times we people get overwhelmed by the the narrative running through their heads or the thoughts running in your head and i think it's important to know that you as far as I know, and again, you know, it's so hard to tell with subjective experiences such as this, but it's, you are the master over those thoughts in your head, but it's very easy for them to run amok and to cause chaos and to, yeah, just spend you spiraling off in another direction. And so, like I've been saying, that is the, the point of awareness in those times. And going back to Jesus at the beginning is, you know, he was aware of those levels in his head. And, and one of my favorite stories that I know I've mentioned on this podcast and other podcasts before 
is that there's this tale of Jesus walking through a crowd of people and somebody, a woman, reaches out and touches him. And he can he says this. He's like, I, can f- I feel the energy leave me. And I think that that's so important. And it shows it's an insight into the inside world of Jesus. And I always kind of picture it because I'm a, a little bit of a visual learner or, or like this. But I picture Jesus being so aware of his internal world that he can see over here, whatever, can see over there, whatever. And he is acknowledging of, you know, I'm this hungry, I'm this tired, I'm this upset. I don't want to let any of those, I'm this happy, I'm, I'm not this happy. You know, he knew how to balance those things because too much of, you know, either too much happiness or too much sadness, there's, these are all two things, you know, these are all things, everything is something that we need to learn to live in balance and, and moderation. So... I feel like I could do a whole series on this because I feel like I'm, I haven't even gotten into like, I'm already like half an hour into this. So let's, let's talk about what is self-care. How do you, how do you care for yourself? And again, you know, you're, you as an individual are, there's so many levels of who yourself is. The first one just being your internal world. How do you set up a world where your internal world can be at rest and not be running amok or whatever? And I can say some things and I can offer some things, but again, as I've been saying throughout this episode, is it's going to come down to you and your awareness to go out and be intentional about trying different things that work for you. Maybe it's getting more sleep. Maybe it's getting less sleep. It's, it's, you're only going to find what works best for you through A, trying these things, and then B, being aware enough to know what is good and what is bad. Because again, I keep saying, you know, what is good for you, what is good for you, but the you that you are isn't just, you know, your your emotions, your your body, and you're also your community. So again, your emotions, learn to be aware of them, learn to guard when they're when you're, you know, when you're too hungry, when you're when you're too angry, when you're too happy, or just and not that that's necessarily a bad thing or anything like that. But it's important to be aware of whatever emotion it is that you're experiencing because even joy can be overwhelming and and too much at a time and too hard to try to maintain. And I think that's the problem with constantly trying to seek out positive vibes only is that you're just left with, you know, the, the pursuit of pleasure, of happiness, of those kind of things instead of rather learning to just be happy and content where you are. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of what I'm trying to say through a lot of this is self-care is ultimately going to be this thing that doesn't necessarily change everything about your world. That is a part of self-care, self, you know, making the right choices, making sure that you're in a job that is able to take care of you and that you can take care of yourself and that isn't too overwhelming. But, you know, not everyone has the ability to pick and choose the jobs that they would work at. Some people are just stuck in a job somewhere. And if that's you, you know, I hope that what you can learn from or what you would take away from this is not trying to escape those things or try escapism, but to embrace being present and seeing the beauty in in all things. And that's, you know, it's a lot harder, but it's a lot more beneficial in the long run because you'll be able to enjoy your environment where you're at instead of trying to be, again, this is the the argument against positive vibes only or only good things happening is you're eventually just you're gonna you know the pursuit 
of trying to find all these happy, positive emotions is going to turn out to be the negative things in your life that you've been trying to run from. So, and I mean, and just the even constant seeking of pleasure and happiness, that is just the cover up for pain that we're work that we're not working through. Because again, you don't just, I don't see God in the beginning in his resting or Jesus in his resting of being like, I'm just doing this for the pleasurable aspect, but rather it is a resting that is important for the community. Now, you know, part of the reason that I, I wanted to do this episode it was because so many times I'll see memes on Facebook that'll be like, if you try to ruin my inner peace, I'll stab you or something like something like that. And I'm just like, man, that's not true self-care. That's not true self-love because you're still angry. You're still clearly hurt and you're projecting it out to somebody who would be trying to take that away from you. And I understand that. I understand how hard it is to maintain inner peace once you've found it and how much it sucks when somebody comes along when you're in a good mood, when you're in a good headspace, when you're feeling aligned and they just knock you, you know, knock you off your rocker or just try to steal some of that or just are constantly negative around you. We know what this is like, but again, you're not going to be able to avoid those people. You're not going to be able to fully escape that reality. So learning to be present and to love and to yeah, just be aware at the moment, that is, you know, one of the biggest things. And again, it's, it's about community. Yourself extends beyond just your body, you know, and again, I kind of skipped over the body, but, you know, make sure that you're taking care of it, that you're, that it's, you know, again, if the constant seeking of pleasure is that you're not going to be working out and that's, or doing anything like meditating or yoga, where you have to go into these positions that are intentionally uncomfortable. Because again, it's not just about avoiding the negative, but it's about embracing whatever life throws at you in a, in a proper and an open heart manner. And so self-care of the, of the emotions, like I said, is guarding those, being aware of those. Self-care of the body is listening to it, of being like it's saying, I need rest, I need food, I need water. Your body is, is it's, it, it needs tender nourishing nourishment it needs nourishment and it's only going to come about if you choose to do the things that you know nourish you and again that implies that you need to learn what nourishes you and i everyone i think knows that instinctively of what it is they might not be able to articulate it but when they find it boy howdy do they know it um yeah and um, I don't know. I, I would just encourage you to just do trial and errors, figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're getting later on this episode. I didn't want this one to go so long because so many of the recent ones have been going kind of long, but taking care of yourself. You are you in in so many different ways, in so many different areas, there's, you know, the internal you, the external you, and the communal you, the you that is all around you. And and I really want to emphasize the importance of taking care of yourself at all those different levels. And I guess to just kind of end it up, I'll just talk about what that looks like for me personally um, and, and how I think, you know, just what that looks like for me personally. So maybe give you some points to jump off of. But 
taking care of my emotional state. Um, you know, emotional states and physical states, they have a big overlap. And usually you can com- take care of them one at the same time. I am a huge fan of scented body bath, like bath time baths. Like just doing that, just sitting in my bathtub with some warm water and some, you know, some, you know, bo- bo- <laughs> some bath bomb or whatever and just lighting candles and listening to music and reading stories or comics or books or whatever it is um those those are good ways to take care of yourself mentally and that's that's a great way to do that um but yeah that's it isn't just that you know i do do that and i need that and i remember one time i was getting ready to do that one night and my girlfriend she said to me she's like you know you're so good at taking care of yourself I said, yeah, it's because I realized how broken I am. And if I don't take care of myself, I'm just going to be a broken mess for everybody. And I think that that's important because I'm acknowledging, yes, like I am taking care of myself, but it's because I'm aware that if I don't, it'll be a problem. And that goes back to awareness. And yeah, and so figure out what that looks like for you in your life. I've figured for me, it's, you know, it's baths, it's, putting down my phone and walking away when anxiety is too much you know there's there's a bunch of different ways for you to be able to experience those things and and again that's a mentally and and physically but the communal self-care is how do you take care of your community as you live in it so you're going around in your community and you you are your community is an extension of you of of us as a communal you and if everyone isn't taking care of themselves or acting properly as they go through society, society is going to be just naturally crumbling along with everything else. And that's why I think it's important to have this inclusive, open-hearted interpretation of self-love or self-care that it is for you as an individual to go out and face the world better instead of you know, self-care isn't making the world better so that you don't suffer so much, but it's making you better so that the world doesn't suffer so much. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think the the more that you can balance and, and take care of your inner world, the less that the things out there will affect you, but the, that the greater you'll be able to affect those things. Um, yeah, I, I, I would just encourage you to figure out how you, like God, do a rest that is both, you know, letting your body do the thing to to regain its energy, but to also be reflective and looking forward of how do I go forward with this new energy? Those and who can I affect and how and all those things. This is self care. I should have done like six episodes on this apparently, but yeah. Um, if I could just encourage you with anything, it would be. Figure out how do you how do you best take care of yourself? How do you best become the best version of yourself? And that will be done through trial and error. And again, just the final encouragement is if you are somebody who deserves to be taken care of. If you're here, you have inherent value because you are a part of one of the most mysterious, glorious things that have ever happened or just is happening. And uh, yeah, you're a special part of that. And only you can become aware of that. I can tell you that until I'm blue in the face. But if you don't accept that and embrace that, then that's up to you. 
But I do believe that as you accept that and as you see that, then you'll be overwhelmed with the sense of taking care of yourself and doing what is best for you and not a selfish or an egotistical way. And that's not what it should be. It should be a way that makes you better in your community. So friends, I, however you do that, I pray that you continue to do it. You know, I I ask that you don't go crazy with you know self-care and self-love and then neglect the world or neglect the parts of you that are um, grosser. You know, I didn't even get into shadow work, which is another thing that I'll go into at some other time. But yeah, I, I just ask that you would take care of yourself and take care of your emotions, your body, and the community around you. Um, thank you so much for watching. Uh, if you enjoyed this and you wanted to support the show, we have a Patreon where we have a monthly bonus episode and kind of other stuff, exclusive deals and, uh, yeah, just all that kind of fun stuff that'll be linked below. Like I said, we are now part of the IWEP network. So thank you for having us and thank you for promoting the show and I ask that you would go check out all of them. Friends. I love doing this. I love being a part of this. I love you being a part of this. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's enjoy this all together, shall we? Friends, thank you for stopping by. I ask that you would love your neighbor as yourself and that you would love yourself. Have a good one. <laughs>